We've got a few guests with us tonight on the razor's edge. So to save me rambling on, no one wants to hear me rambling on. So do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, Ladies first. first. Ladies first. <laughs> That's why I said you first. But anyway, uh, <laughs> it's Shells and Marshall Times. Um, and uh, I am here with my colleague. Um, yes. yeah, maybe a friend, I'm not too sure. Um <sighs> I don't think we can get that personal yet, but yes, uh, I'm Rick, I'm Ricky of Marshall Times. I'm uh, the guy up up here in Scotland that nobody can understand what I'm saying. Um, so I'll speak slowly tonight for you guys. <laughs> don't be cheeky. <laughs> so, so on 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 December the tenth, you guys at Marshville, uh, you're putting on Winterfest at Ivory Blacks in Glasgow, headlined by Dog Tired. So. How and why did you at Marshall Times decide to put on this mini festival? Um, yeah, it's just the way of the world at the moment. It's just um, online, and I, I think it was a Saturday night or something like that. And I, as Shells has just shown us, they are kind of beer, and mm. we just got talking. Um, I mean, we've got the webzine Marshall Times that does all the reviews and interviews of bands, and uh, just uh, about eighteen months almost. Uh, we've been doing the radio station, so uh, we just thought of what we could do next. And because of the relationship that we built up with the bands, um, whether it be the radio or the site itself, we approached them uh, first. And mm -hmm. uh, the response has been very, very good from the bands. So that's really how it all started. Just a drunken chat. Wasn't that right, Mark? It's how everything starts with us, isn't it? We get drunk and do something stupid. We do. I mean, I try, as I as I was saying to him, I was trying to uh, approach Iron Maiden as well, but I've yet to hear back from their PR. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, is this just a, a Moshville Radio venture, or is it joint with the with the webzine as well? That's predominantly the other way around. I think it's predominantly Moshville Times um, yeah. with the radio as well. It just so happens Ricky and I both um, both present on Moshville Radio. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want the best show, you tune in on Saturday night. If you want the second best show, you tune in on the Thursday. You see, Tim, and... what happens is I play <laughs> songs on a Thursday night and then you'll find that the same songs are played on the Saturday night because it just copies me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's very much a, it's a Marshall Times venture. We've got um, about a half a dozen in the team from Marshall Times uh, uh, doing this and it's myself and Shells and Bracken involved as well, you know, from the radio station. So... It's just a joint venture. It's just something else that's tagged along with Marshall Times. Yeah. If it works, if a big if it, it works, um, then it will become a regular thing. Excellent. Yes. Um, and it's all about the underground scene more than the big bands and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's about us putting our money, or Ricky, in this case, Ricky's money where our mouth is. And um, that was a bombshell um, there, Tim. I didn't. I'm paying for this gig. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let that one out the bag. Um, but yeah, it's it's about doing you know doing something that we've always said should be done and making sure we support the underground scene. Um, Absolutely. And Glasgow is uh, because uh, it's the home of Marshall Times. Yeah. yeah, Ian Purdy, the the editor, um, he's a Newcastle lad, but he's been in Glasgow for a good number of years. So um, it just felt right that Glasgow was going to be the place to to try this. Yeah. Although we do have plans um, if this works out uh, for other sites as well, but one step at a time. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you two had the drunken conversation to come up with this scheme. So, so what did Ian say when you approached him with it? 
No. Um, I, the exact words in the chat were "fuck yes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it just seems like the next step to do. I mean, anything that he feels that's good for the site that he has built, it's his baby. Anything that's good for the site and um, good for our reputation, he's more than happy to do. If he didn't feel it was right, we wouldn't have done anything like this. Um, but he's uh, going to be there on the 10th and he's fully behind us and uh, he does what he can to help. Yeah. So so you, you already mentioned I Maiden haven't responded to you for this. So, yeah. so how, how did you go about selecting the bands for the for the lineup? Um. It was just, again, more drunken chats. But um, <laughs> a lot of the bands that are on the bill um, we've interviewed previously, some more than a few times. Uh, we've played them on the radio station, uh, whether it's on the number one show or whether it's on Mark's show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so when it came to, like, uh, I don't think we had any disagreements about any of the bands that we were going to go for. And any bands that we approached, we more or less got an instant response, certainly within 24 hours, but it was more instant um, than anything else. So it was just a case of, like, remember, we've interviewed you and uh, remember, we've re reviewed X, Y and Z for you. Well, this is the next thing that we're thinking of. And I, I think the openers, AC Reds, were um, because they've got history, right? Um, so Ian from Marshall Times uh, said um, these guys played for us at um, Call of the Wild, was it? Wildfire. Wildfire. In 2017, the yeah. We sponsored the stage there back in 20, before I was with the station. Yeah. Uh, or, or the magazine. And um, they played that. And so for a little bit of history, um, because Ian likes them, um, they're on the bill. Uh, yeah, and yeah. to be fair, I wasn't sure when I, I didn't know anything about them, but having listened to them and spoken and interviewed them, do you know what? I think it's going to work. It's a bit different, but I think it's going to get everyone bouncing around. Um, yeah. You know, there'd be much drunken debauchery. Um, and, uh, you know, you need a bit of a party band, um, uh, mm -hmm. something like this. Drunken debauchery, and that's just the crew, and they're doing this. And that's the promoters. But AC Red, yeah, you just wanted that. I just wanted a band that um, were lighthearted. You know, it's a mixture of ska, madness, and the Ramones. Um, so, and they've got trombones and trumpets and stuff like that. And uh, it's sure to be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing them. And it was a great chat that we had the other night there on the radio as well. So. I'm looking forward to seeing them. So I would urge everybody to come down and see the first band and see every band on the ball. Yeah. It's fantastic. And we ramp it up gently, don't we? So it's not like we're going really heavy straight off. You know? Very true. Very true. There's a, I mean, like I said, there's a bit of ska and punk and Ramones, but you've got the other extreme, you've got um, Ash and Crown and out and out death metal, you know? So for people that are not into like death metal, for, for example, um, I hope they actually just uh, watch Ash and Crown and uh, realise that they're very, very talented mu musicians and that is a talented form of music. Um, whether they buy their CD after the show, who's to know? I just hope that they appreciate... Yeah, I just hope they appreciate all the bands that are on show. Yeah, right. and, and talking about the lineup, then, so you've got Dog Tired as your headliners, Ash and Crown, you've already mentioned them, Footprints in the Custard... Uh, and a ritual spirit, and all of those bands have played Bloodstock at least once, Ash and Crown twice, I think Dog Tired twice as well. So you've got quite a pedigree on that lineup. Absolutely. We've got Head of the Traitor as well, who um, I've pretty much followed from the beginning. It was just a, a, 
Again, it was a night with Mr. Daniels um, watching Slam World Ride, and uh, it just came up like Scottish Deathcore. And I went, oh, I'll have a wee listen to this. Um, And they've just blown me away since then. So um, when it came to asking them to play, they were like, absolutely. So, um, but like you say, we've got a very, very strong band. I mean, we recognise that it's a tough time for everybody. Um, But when we're only asking for £12.50 to see six quality bands, Make it your Christmas night out. In fact, bring your work colleagues to, to a night out as well. So, all good. Yeah, uh, you, your managing director will love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, uh, personally, like, like Ricky said, like £12.50 um, for, for six pounds of this quality. Um, you know, we can't say it's been cheap to book, particularly either, can we? Um, you know, for when you're talking about an underground gig. Yeah. So, <clears throat> our motto is everybody, you know, everybody gets something. So, it's 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 got to be done properly. Um, if you are coming along, uh, maybe stick a few extra quid in your pocket to buy people some merch for Christmas. Because uh, yeah. yeah. we don't charge anything for the bands for the merch. It all goes to the bands. Good. Um, and mm. um, you know, it's great. We've also just uh, just it hasn't been announced yet, so this isn't exclusive to you guys. <laughs> um, we've uh, we've just been sponsored by Moomin Merchandise. Uh, nice. So there might be a few little bits of merch about, you never know, from us as well. Um, but uh, that's all to be announced properly uh, very, very soon. Excellent. Good. Um, um, so you're on a big promotion push now. You're talking to me. Um, so you hit the bottom of the barrel. So how, how, <laughs> how are ticket sales going for, for, for the event? Yeah, they're going, they're going quite well. Um, I mean, if... You said that I would be doing this a year ago. Mm. I would have laughed at you. Um, so to have the amount of people that are going to be going and to have the bands that we've got playing, I just couldn't can't believe it. So, yeah. Um, but yes, there's still room for tickets if you want tickets. They're they're um, on, they're on par for what we wanted at the moment, aren't they? Tickets, yeah. Uh, and so we we kind of you know that gentle ramp up that you're hoping for towards the end. Uh, yeah. That's starting to happen, yeah. um, and you know we've uh, we 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 know a lot of people that are turning up nearer a day as well that haven't bought the tickets yet. So make sure you do because we are talking to lots of people. If you do sell out, you're going to look like a muppet when you're still outside in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean that, that that was it. I mean I was at a gig on Friday and Saturday night there, and uh, I made a point in asking about walk-ins as well. So. You can do all the promotion left, right, and centre, but people will just turn up on the night, you know, and that's equally as good. Um, but if you're looking for tickets, um, you just go onto like Moshville Times website, or you can go onto Moshville Winterfest Facebook page, or you can contact myself, uh, Ricky of Moshville Times, or contact Shelley. Just uh, type Shelley's Moshville, Moshville Winterfest into, into Google. There are all sorts of sites where yep. it will link you through to our tickets. Yeah. Um, we're all over the place now. Uh, don't just type Winterfest. You get some very other weird things coming up. So Moshville Winterfest. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and uh, you, you'll get said, and Ivory Blacks as well. Um, it's yeah. a bit of an iconic venue. Um, you know, when we when we got offered Ivory Blacks, it was a kind of yes straight away. We don't want to go huge straight away. You know, the whole point of this is it's undergrounds. Uh, we don't want, you know, we don't want a venue with a thousand people and overstretch ourselves and completely yeah. lose Ricky's house. Yeah. You know, we... We we want to keep it small to start with and build up. And the more the more we do, the more people support us, the more we support them back. So yeah. if you're in a band and you do come along, come and say hello. Because we will remember that. If you've come and supported us and you made a point of saying hello, that's the sort of things we remember in the future. 
Um, and you can always maybe talk yourself into a little little spot on the radio at some point for us as well. Um, so that's all yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it, you've mentioned it a couple of times, Ricky, throughout this conversation about how tough it is at the moment. So um, not wanting to dwell on negatives or, or bring up any negatives, but um, Gav from Damnation Fest, he's a Glaswegian. He lives in Glasgow, but he's on the record as saying he wouldn't put Damnation on in in Glasgow because he struggles to sell tickets up there. So when you put this on and you booked Glasgow, obviously it's Moshfield's home, but did you have any concerns about being able to shift the tickets? I'd imagine every promoter does. Um, But, I mean, uh, pre-COVID, Glasgow can sometimes be a a fickle crowd. Um, Pre-COVID, you can play to 20, 30 people. But I think since COVID, people are realising that they can see their bands again and they're just desperate to go to gigs. I mean, like I said, I was at a, in Glasgow, you can have three, four gigs on at the same night. Um, but I, I saw Fulci on Friday night at Ivory Blacks and there was 200 people there. Mm-hmm. And I saw um, God Eater release their, their new album and there was about 150 there. So there's definitely a market there, absolutely. Um, so that's what we're aiming for. But yes, of course, we're all struggling at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um but, I think a big festival like Damnation would struggle because it's more of the smaller venues yeah. that, that, that can do it. Um, if we were going to get bigger, I think we'd have to think about moving down towards the place where everything seems to happen, uh, down towards Manchester or something like that. Yeah. Um, but um, at the moment, Glasgow's the home. We wanted to do the first one there. It was important to us yeah. to pay back Ian and Marshall Times to do the first one in Glasgow, regardless of everything else. Absolutely. You know, because it felt like it was a, a little coming home. Yeah, the magazine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you touched on this at the start, at the start of the interview, but I'll, I'll ask it again. Um, so, if this is a success, how, what are the chances of it becoming a, a an annual or a regular event? That's exactly what it's going to be. Um, and we may have, might just it may be more than one festival. Um, we might look at like a summer one, like more down south. I mean, all these things have definitely been discussed. We just want to see how well this one goes first. But I mean, there's been many drunken nights where we've talked about this <laughs> online already. We've got all sorts of plans, yeah. um, all sorts of fingers in pies and collaborations with other promoters, potentially in the cards and all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there is a lot of things in the pipeline if we don't, you know, it, it, it doesn't look like we are going to get our fingers burnt now, but when we were thinking, we were worried we were, we were thinking, oh, you know, maybe we'd just stop there, but it looks like it's all going to be good. Everything's going to be happy. Um, and, yeah. you know, this this last few weeks of a PR push seems to have, seems to have worked yeah. wonders. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, there's lots of things. Watch this space. We can't talk about them all until we've, you know, dotted the I's <laughs> and crossed the T's. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's put it this way: there'll be many media invitations flying out uh, in your guys' directions if things go to plan. Excellent. Yeah. What we like to hear. Yeah. I mean, the last thing, the last thing I want to happen is to get fingers burnt. I mean, I would love. I mean, we've all got personal taste in music, and if it was myself, it would be a death metal night from beginning to end. But so, I mean, if this works, and uh, I don't step in any other people's toes here that's the last thing i want to do here you know but there is definitely a niche market i mean filter like i said 200 people yeah um i do have plans and i know uh, bands that would come up and things like that so if i don't get my fingers burnt let's see what happens i might put on uh, band uh, shows with two or three bands on it 
every now and again, and then we might do the bigger things like a summer fest, winter fest. Who knows? I, I, I've been spoken to about a two-day summer fest down, down where I am uh, as a potential, uh, but it's all potential at the moment. There's nothing cast in iron. Yeah. Um, so it'd be camping a lot, everything, but it will still be yeah. an underground festival. Um, yeah. So let's see. just wait and see how things go, how the scene goes, and how we get through this winter with the dreaded COVID. Yeah. Uh, and all that stuff as well, because that's yeah. always a big impact. And we, this is our first winter, not in lockdown. Um, so, you know, who's to say we won't suddenly get one thrown on us at some point um, <laughs> yeah. through the middle? So, yeah, in Touchwood, there'll be no uh, last minute band members. Um, I mean, if Shells doesn't come up, I'll, I'll be fine. I could survive with that. Um, but if any of the band members, you know, <laughs> so I'm sure we'll be fine. Oh, yeah. and anybody, I forgot to say this. I've been telling it on every interview we've had. <laughs> if anybody, so much is, so that you've lost your voice. <laughs> yeah. If anybody's interested in an after party, <laughs> there's one back at Ricky's house afterwards, open house. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I've said uh, apparently there's thirty people coming back to my house. I've got one double bed, one double bed, mate. So it's going to be one hell of a night. It'll be a not night so, to remember. It's not that sort of after party, Ricky. There are no bowls and no keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So we're so we're two weeks away now, or just under two weeks away. So um, you've already mentioned it, but for all of the listeners, where can they go and buy tickets in the, in the run up to this? Google Mosh for Winterfest. There are a multitude of sites we've set up. Uh, with all the various selling sites and gig sites and stuff like that, they all have tickets. I'm looking at Ents 24 now. That, for instance, that's got us on there. Um, and there are many like that. Or you can just go to, to the Marshall Times website. There is uh, an event link there that will take you through to the actual event itself. You can buy a ticket. Um, there may even be a website thrown up any day now because I've meant to phone up for ages, but I'm terrible at crap like that. Um um, and there's going to be all sorts of other things you can get it. And if you're really desperate um, and you want tickets held back, you maybe not been paid yet and stuff like that, but you're going to be there on a the day. Have a word with one of us. Um, we're yeah. approachable like that. Um, so just get in touch with with one of the team. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And also, um, there is a radio show that's going to be going out later on tonight that we're going to be uh, giving away a few tickets on as well. Um, so not on our station for once, on somebody else's. So. Um, you know, these people will be getting tickets and we push it out on there. Just make sure you follow all our socials because there might be a giveaway here and there up until the run of the festival. Brilliant. Thanks for listening. Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website www.theraisersedge.rocks